Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and I'm a partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I'm going to discuss how using retirement funds to make MLP, or Master Limited Partnership Investments, could have some unexpected tax consequences. So there's been a lot of chatter about MLPs and retirement funds. Over the last couple of weeks, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend about um, some um, mailings that uh, MLP investors that use retirement funds received from their custodian with uh, an unexpected tax bill uh, and a 990T filled out that they owe uh, this unrelated business taxable income on uh, some of their MLP income. And uh, this has been going on for a couple of years, especially since MLPs, have, their popularity has taken off of, since really 2011, 12, um, when they're becoming more of a mainstream alternative asset investment for a lot of people. Um, but there are some potential hidden tax consequences, meaning uh, that if you're using retirement money to make MLP investments, uh, you may be in for a surprise. So let's just back up for a second um, and talk about what is an MLP. Uh, an MLP is, as I mentioned, a master limited partnership. It's essentially a vehicle that a lot of energy companies are using to sell units to the public uh, to help fund their uh, natural resources or uh, energy-related um, structures. People like them because they're more tax-efficient than a corporation because a C-corporation pays tax uh, on its earnings and then the, the uh, dividends are, are then sent to shareholders and taxes due uh, uh, if the shareholder is owned by an individual or an entity that pays tax. So a corporation isn't the most tax-efficient vehicle, uh, whereas a partnership is more tax-efficient because the beauty of a partnership is it's a flow-through entity, so there's no corporate tax and the tax just gets paid at the individual level. But MLPs are able to take advantage of some really – uh, interesting rules that forces them to pay out you know, close to 90% of all their earnings. And because of the fact that there are uh, very uh, extensive write-offs, depreciations that they take to, f to really finance and develop these uh, natural resource projects, they end up returning a lot more cash than they're actually paying out in profits. And so the beauty for a lot of taxpayers is that when they're doing these MLP investments, they're getting tax-free cash. They're not paying tax on the profits because there's no profits because of all these write-offs and depreciation, but they're getting a nice check in the mail basically from these MLPs as a return of capital, and the return of capital uh, is basically uh, you know, without tax because it's, it's the return of capital outweighs the profits, and since it's a return of capital, there's, there's no tax due. And this makes, obviously, MLPs very attractive for a lot of investors. It's very tax-efficient. High net worth people really enjoy it because it's very tax-efficient. Um, there, there's definitely some uh, you know, complexities. You get K-1s. You usually have to amend, file uh, extended extend your tax return filing because the K-1s usually come late. Um, but you do get preferential treatments. You end up owning units. You could own publicly traded MLPs. So you obviously it's a liquid asset. Uh, and, and people like them because you get exposure to the energy markets. They're seen as uh, providing really good services. Uh, but again, the flip, the downside is you are getting exposure to energy. And in 2015, that hasn't been a very good thing. A lot of MLPs are down 20% plus this year. Uh, they've been up over the last two, three years, you know, 30, 40% each year. So it's been uh, a little bit of, of a, uh, a step back this year, but overall it's been a good investment for a lot of people. 
But when you add in the tax efficiency of a return of capital uh, and the, the tax treatment, the fact that there's no tax in many cases, and then future um, there, there will be tax down the road when there's profits or, or capital gains that the units are sold. But you defer a lot of that tax because you get in return of capital up front because of all these depreciations and deductions. There's not a lot of profits. So you're not paying tax on profits. You're just getting cash back because the MLP has to return the capital based off its requirements. So that's the advantage of the MLP. For If you're a regular taxpayer, an individual, uh, you, you're, you're liking the MLP because of potential exposure to energy, you like the business model, and you like the return of capital. Now, let's talk about retirement accounts since that's what we're really interested in. Unfortunately, for a retirement account, there is some tax uh, issues. And when I say issues, I mean that a lot of people don't realize that there's something called unrelated business taxable income or UBIT or UBTI. And UBTI is really triggered three instances. One, if you use margin to buy stock, which this isn't relevant. Use a non-recourse loan to buy uh, an asset like real estate, not so relevant. And the third category is you invest in an active trader business through a flow-through entity like a LLC or, or partnership. Well, that's what we got here. These MLPs are businesses. They run pipelines, they do servicing, they, they drill, they do a lot of related services in the natural resource uh, market. They are a business. They're set up as, as funds, so to speak. They're traded on, on stock market, and it sounds like a fund, but the fund runs a business. And we know, based off UBTI, that when a retirement account, IRA or 401k, invested in an active trader business held through an LLC in partnership, and an MLP is a master limited partnership. We know now what UBTI is going to apply. So we then know based off the rules under 512 of the Internal Revenue Code that if UBTI applies and, there, and applies if there's more than $1,000 of this unrelated business taxable income income for the year, we got to deal with this UBTI. UBTI is a tax that follows the trust income tax rates, which mean that they're very uh, steep. Um, once you're over 1000 bucks, you're already starting to pay 15%. Once you're over close to 15,000, you're up 39.6%. So we're talking some significant uh, tax that's due. Uh, the tax is due on a 990T. Uh, it's due in April, and um, it's something the IRA uh, will be required to pay. Uh, the issue is then who, you know, who follows the 990T and who reports this UBTI. Uh, the issue is a lot of people don't know that UBTI applies because – when you invest in these MLPs, you get a K-1 at the end of the year. Now, the K-1 has to tell you there's UBTI, so it has to be in box 20. There's a code for UBTI, V usually, Victor, and that's what will tell you there's UBTI. Well, some people don't look for the code. Some people, accountants don't even know what it means. Sometimes the code, the income's not there um, because the fund or the custodian may not understand how it works or the fund may not know it's a retirement account. Whatever the reason is, a lot of this is going unreported. I get questions all the time. What do I do? I think there's UBTI. I mean, you gotta you gotta contact the the IRA custodian. Let them contact the fund. Contact the fund if you have to get some information. They file the K1, so they'll have more information. Um, but it is your responsibility as the IRA owner to take care of this problem. So. It's a tax the IRS expects. It's your responsibility as the IRA holder, um, and, and you need to pay it if, if it's due. So uh, for a lot of people, MLPs are great investments if you're an individual. But if you're a retirement account holder, um, 
not so great. Now, there are alternatives. There are some MLPs structured as corporations, so you get around this UBIT. It's not as obviously tax efficient, so maybe there's not so much growth in it because uh, at the end of the day, more people are going to want to get into the MLPs because there's more individuals out there than retirement accounts investing. But if you want to have a taste of, of natural resource industry, uh, MLPs are a way. Uh, you could also obviously do mutual funds or ETFs, which you, you may not have. Uh, you, you probably aren't going to have UBTI if they're invested through co uh, corporations. So, again, MLPs really attractive. Uh, you get exposure to uh, a really hot industry, maybe not so hot in 2015, but overall an emerging natural resource industry. Uh, these mutual, usually these MLPs are run really well. Um, and for individuals, you're getting great return of capital. Uh, you're not paying a lot of profit tax on profits up front. You are down the road going to have to, but at least you're getting that deferred. You're getting cash for no tax. Uh, you're getting a good asset, and people like them, and they're very popular. Not so much, again, 2015 because they're down 20% plus, most of them at least. But it, it's, it's definitely becoming more of a popular alternative asset investment for, for many people. But if you're using a retirement account, again, beware of UBTI. Ask about it. Ask the fund. Look at the prospectus. If you're getting a K-1, read the K-1. Look at box 20. It's on the bottom. See what it says. If there's a V there for Victor, uh, look into it. Um, ask your custodian. Ask the fund to inquire about UBTI because it could really make the difference of a really great investment or a not-so-great investment because you're now stuck paying tax on that investment, and then you're going to have to pay another tax down the road, let's say, when you take a distribution. So it's like a double tax on that income. Uh, not you know, a perfect world, not a great situation. If you knew that, maybe you would turn to another type of investment, even an ETF or a mutual fund or real estate or, or the like. So something to be cautious about. Um, it's getting a lot of talk uh, recently, uh, MLPs. I actually wrote an article on Forbes uh, about this um, a couple of days ago, about November uh, 16, 2015. So take a look at it. Uh, it's, it's I think, a good article. You can Google it, find it. It's on our website too, iratefinancialgroup.com. If you have questions about MLPs and taxation, UBTI, contact me, uh, Adam B, A-D-A-M, B as in boy, at iratefinancialgroup.com. You can call us 800-472-0646, 800 uh, again, I hope you found this podcast uh, helpful, um, and until next time, thanks for listening.